Wealth Within offers a range of investment and educational services to help you secure your financial future. Whether you're an aspiring trader or simply want to increase the strength of your portfolio, Wealth Within are dedicated to maximising your investment returns. Hi and welcome to Talking Wealth. I'm David Harvey. I'm a Senior Investment Analyst at Wealth Within. The results for the first quarter are starting to come in. And what we're seeing is that uh, this March quarter has been one of the worst quarters since, uh, for about 20 years since the uh, 87 uh, stock market crash. So of course uh, people are starting to make like sort of comparisons, particularly as we've had such a, a bullish run for the last uh, three or four years. And so therefore the, the thoughts are starting to come through that perhaps we're now going to move into a, a bearish market phase for a little time. Hopefully not for too long and uh, I know that uh, in the States that they've been taking some fairly uh, big steps to uh, maintain the liquidity within the financial system and hence uh, help with the stock market. And this hopefully will help uh, things ease down into a sort of a softer landing rather than a fairly uh, crash, which is really what we don't want to see over this next uh, next little while. I suspect that uh, this is all going to take a few more months to settle out and perhaps that this next couple of months is fairly critical really in terms of setting the direction for both the US and the Australian stock market. And uh, the reason for this is that uh, we've now seen the impact of the, f of the first injections of cash into the US system and that seems to be taking some sort of a getting a bit of grip at the moment. Uh, but the thing is that w what we're concerned about is to, as to whether this might be just a sort of a dead cat bounce if you like in reverse where we sort of see everything push up for a little while and then eventually uh, it, the overall momentum just takes charge and we see another fall uh, to where the stocks need to, to go to. In the, in the Australian market, we've been saying for a little while yet that we, we have been thinking that the Australian market would, would pull back a bit further uh, than it has at this stage, be it below the FI 200. But, um, you know, at the moment we're seeing some uh, signs of strength return to the market. We're seeing that in the financial services sector. And we're seeing that uh, the materials is now starting to, uh, to uh, I, I suppose in some ways it's consolidating the strength that it's demonstrated over the last three months, although it has fallen slightly over the last quarter. But anyway, I guess um, we've been, I've been sort of focusing here on the Australian and US market and, uh, it's, and some people might, out there might be thinking, well, what's been happening in the rest of the world? Um, and uh, perhaps it is that this, uh, I guess, this pullback is uh, limited to Australia and the US. But this is not the case. Um, over the last quarter, that I, I guess the, the pullbacks or the performances have ranged from minus 7.9% for the Dow Jones up to 34.4% for the Chinese index. And uh, that's quite a, a large pullback for China. Um, and I suppose, although I suppose in some ways it's not surprising with, with the rapid rises that we've seen over the last couple of years where we've seen almost 100%, like 130% rise in 2006, and I think it was about 100% in 2007. So in some ways, it, it's not surprising to see a bit of a, a, bit of a hiccup uh, for China at this stage, although 34% is a pretty big hiccup, isn't it? Uh, to put that into perspective, our market has, say, pulled back about 15.5% over the last quarter. So we're sort of sitting midway between those uh, two ends of the spectrum in terms of global performances. But it does show, though, that uh, 
there's no one around that uh, of those major indices that have uh, a positive push in the last quarter. Anyway, um, but that's that's what we've that's what we're dealt with, and that's what we need to deal with over the next um, six to twelve months. Just just moving on there from the point of view of where we sit compared to the other markets globally, uh, we see that the Shanghai Composite has fallen thirty four percent, and uh, I suppose as and and for us, does that really represent a risk? I suppose, and I really don't have the answer there. I'm, I'm sort of posing that as as more of a question for the moment and, and something that we need to keep our eye on as we move down the track. But um, the support for our resources has come from China and so therefore is this Chinese pullback going to be affecting our resources? And I think from what I've read so far that China is still going to keep growing and is still going to have demand for resources. So there's a very, very big symbiotic relationship between Australia and China still. So I suspect that that bit of it's going to hold up but nonetheless, that what it's saying is that China has now some uh, real issues for it to start grappling with in that um, there's, uh, their inflation rate now is getting away on them. It's sitting at around, I think it's about 8%. And uh, a lot of, and so therefore what the government's going to have to do to cope with that is, as, as they are in Australia, they're going to start raising interest rates. And uh, to, uh, so of course that puts a bit of a dampener on uh, company profits, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, which then works its way back to lower returns and therefore lower share market prices. So investors over there are starting to feel a bit, um, I suppose, a bit put out by uh, the inflation and the threat of interest rates, and and on top of that, that uh, some of their major corporates are, are not performing as well as they might. But nonetheless, I guess uh, this is not uh, what I'm. I guess I'm wanting to tell you these things to show that uh, Australia is not alone and that uh, most countries around globally are all facing the same issues, although in some different ways, like with Australia and China, uh, we're under the threat of increasing interest rates to, to damp things down, to damp down inflation, whereas a lot of the rest of the world are uh, reducing interest rates uh, in order to stimulate the economies uh, to get their businesses cranked back up again and, and to, to try and get people to start spending money again. And that doesn't seem to be a problem in Australia at the moment, but uh, the Reserve Bank is doing its utmost to damp our um, appetite for spending our spare dollars. and uh, But nonetheless, what most people are saying at the moment is that the Reserve Bank is unlikely to be raising interest rates for at least until May, uh, when it, they can um, assess, they get more information at that time to see the impact of the increases to date. But anyway, I think um, overall things are looking still fairly I suppose bearish is, is the best way to describe it. The next couple of months are, are very critical for us as investors. Uh, for us here, we're starting to see uh, some stocks now that we're getting a little bit more interest in, in terms of recommending them as buyers, and that hasn't been around for uh, at least the last two to three months, that we haven't been seeing those sort of things coming through. But, but nonetheless, uh, opportunities will start to arise, but they'll start, but we won't be able to be really confident about that for at least a month to uh, two months. But anyway, we'll keep you posted on all of that. Anyway, I hope you've um, enjoyed that little update in terms of where things are for us and uh, where we sit globally. I hope you have a great week. And this is David Harvey signing off from Talking Wealth. And I look forward to talking to you next time. Talking Wealth was brought to you by Wealth Within. 
To learn how you too can maximise your investment returns, call 1300 Share Trade.